Good day, everyone, wherever you are, whenever you are listening. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff McBeth. Father, the Holy Family Feast yep. is right on the corner. Yeah, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're still, That's right. still, Merry still Christmas. in the season. That's right. So they might have... Uh, Move past that at Walmart or wherever, but uh, yeah. we're still uh, we're still yeah. going strong here. They're already in the Easter, I think. so yeah, <laughs> that'd be Valentine's Day, right? Oh yeah, Valentine's. That's all right. the hearts are out, yeah. you know, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't know. Our hearts are out for Jesus. That's yeah. right. That's Lord. right. Um, but yeah, so we're we're in the middle of our Christmas octave, so that's the right. word means eight days, and um, really uh, we have two big octaves, you know, in our church year. So one is Easter. You know, and then one is Christmas. Uh, so we have these, this whole like eight days celebration, you know, where every day is kind of like, like Christmas. So even outside of a whole season, like we have this whole special eight day time where we're just uh, really uh, remembering, you know, the goodness of, of God and, um, you know, in this case, giving us the birth of the Savior. So, yeah, yeah so Feast of the Holy Family falls in the middle of the, the Sunday within that octave. Right, and so um, so last year we actually didn't have a feast of the Holy Family. Yeah, right, because calendar. Right, because twenty uh, fifth was on a Sunday, so then the octave day, uh, January first, Mother Mary, Mother of God, was on a Sunday. So I think Holy Family got moved to like that Friday or Saturday. Yeah, yeah sort of like it wasn't a day of obligation. It, was it? Well, it, it never is because it's usually on a Sunday. But, right, um, but then it kind of. It just kind of shifts to like the 30th or 31st or whatever, like the next mm. available day is after. Because this uh, Christmas, you know, season, there's um, during the week, there's there's a lot of special feast days. So even starting on the 26th um, with uh, St. Stephen, uh, the first martyr, uh, 27th, uh, St. John, the evangelist, mm. and then the 28th, Holy Innocents. And so you have some special feast days, even within the octave, you know, that are celebrated every year, kind of like, kind of like how we talked about before Advent, where that December 17th to 24th was right. a special period. And we also have during the Christmas octave, these special feast days that are, you know, part of the whole, you know, story of salvation and the story of Jesus. Um, so whatever one is, you know, doesn't have its own special thing, I guess it turns out to be Holy Family when... Yeah. when the octave days are on a Sunday. That's but here so we are. We're back. We are back. Holy Family, Batman. So Holy Family, Batman. So, um, yeah. Uh, so it's good. Oh, speaking of Holy Days, so maybe uh, people wonder about Mary, Mother of God. So yeah. I know this is confusing to everybody, but, you know, sometimes when a Holy Day of Obligation falls, like, on a Saturday or a Monday, um, at least, like, the church in our country says, okay, you know, we won't we won't make that a holy day of obligation because we know, you know, you're going on Sunday. Now not not every holy day is called abrogated. Um, it's a fancy term. So like the nativity, Christmas is 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 always a holy day of obligation. We I would don't, think we don't, we don't skip that one. No. Um, and then the Immaculate Conception, it's really it's the patronal feast of our country. Sure. Uh, but then some of these other other holy days, you know, like Mary, Mother of God, you know, falls on a Monday. So it's still a still a holy day, but it's not yeah. a holy day of obligation. So uh, we are having just our uh, mass, but it's going to be our regular Monday 9 a.m. mass in the chapel. Okay. So you know, everybody's welcome to come, but uh, it's not a not, not the same thing this year. Not, not the holy day of obligation. So um, yeah, just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, that that is good. 
Well, other than that, you know, it's uh, you know, it's that week between Christmas and New Year's. Maybe just like with a lot of people, it tends to be a little bit of a chance to to catch our breath, oh, which baby. is always uh, always a good thing. And yep. um, so that's always a, a nice little little time of uh, time of the year before yep. we uh, get into it. And you know, um, Lent starts a little earlier this year again yeah. in mid February, and so it's. Kind of right around the corner, so it's good to take this little uh, little breath while we have it. So it's Valentine's Day, actually. Oh, really? I know. oh Ash Wednesday's Yeah, that's right. I'm looking so, at my yeah. calendar now. I know. Wow. So it's kind of weird. That's but, insane. Um, yeah. I also have a dentist appointment and a physical on that day. Man, Not that everyone needs to know that, it's but... It's going to be a, I know. a big day of suffering. It's going to be... <laughs> I hope not. So... <laughs> hope not. And then when's, when's Easter? Is it April? So it's actually because of the leap year. I think it's... March thirty first. Oh my gosh, it is March thirty first. Wow, yeah, there you go. So, wow. so yeah, it's good to take this little uh, breath before we look ahead too far. Yeah, and, don't want to do um, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're still in the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're still in the Christmas octave, so yep. we're uh, we're happy about. Be uh, happy where where we are right now. Happy about that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I do want to say that. Um, with January coming up, though, uh, faith formation is getting back in uh, in the swing of things and we're excited about that and to continue the momentum so if you haven't registered your family for uh, family faith formation you can do that on 23.church um the price does go up after january 1st oh. uh, which is still very reasonable considering you get like 11 meals out of it you know for yeah. the 11 week uh yeah. series and because of our amazing volunteers who uh who help us with that um so last fall was was awesome, and so we're looking forward to uh, the months ahead. Uh, so please um, do register for uh, Family Faith Formation at twenty three dot church. So, um, other than that, you know, I think it's uh, it's just like I said, it's like a nice yeah. kind of quiet Have time. Have you had of, some time to unwind? Uh, beer. Well, you know, this uh, this past week, you know, yeah. um, the schedule, like I said, was a little lighter, so it gives a little opportunity to take a take a little breath, you know, and yeah. do a little this, a little that. Yeah. Um, anything so, fun? Anything noteworthy? Just yeah, no, just just kind of, just kind of, just kind of hanging out. Just kind of love it. In my style, so it's good. Good, good, good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. You? Uh, yeah, same. I yeah. yeah. We both we lo- both live pretty busy lives, so um, good good for me to just kind of sit back as well and have time with with family and uh, finally my PlayStation, you know, again, after this many, it's like, you still, you still like me. <laughs> it's been like three years. Yeah. You know, no, it hasn't been that long, but yeah, it's like PlayStation and, you know, sit down and be, be a guy, you know, right. Sit down and play my video games for a couple hours. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, you know, we need a little, yeah. little mindless activity, oh, you know, so just good. to, right. Just so to kind of take our mind off of things. And, yeah. um, like I said, kind of be a yeah. kid again in some I've ways. Had, had some time to like, you know, exercise, like go go work out at the gym and like do stuff that I'm, you know, sometimes can't do yeah. always if, you know, running around and doing stuff. So right. it's just like you said, it's just a nice kind of restorative time to, to kind of really get back into, you know, what you really want to do with your with, with your day and your life. Are you, are you a New Year's resolution kind of guy? I don't. I think, I mean, I, I, I have... Here's what I do in in place of that. I set goals. Hmm. Like I look at where I'm at, and I've you know I mentioned this I think on on Thanksgiving and on my birthday, but I'm a I'm a reflective guy. So I sit back and I go, okay, like here I am right now today. 
where was I last year at this point? And then where am I going to be a year mm. from now? Mm-hmm. So I don't really set off like I'm going to lose five pounds in the next 10 days or something. Cause mm. I just, I know I, I mean, I guess I could hold myself accountable to it, but I'd, I'd rather have a longer term, like big goal that mm. I could really just tr- strive for, for a while mm-hmm. and, and really grind at mm. and then, you know, hit it in the summer or fall or whenever it happens rather than, you know, kind of the short term, like I won't, you know, eat a bag of Cheez-Its every time I walk into the kitchen, like something like that. Like, I mean, those are good things to have, be mindful of, but I'm a big, I'm a big goal guy. Mm. I like the goals. How about you? Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a new year's resolution kind of guy either. And, um, especially, I mean, you know, it's sort of maybe cheesy to say, but each day is the first day of the rest of our life, you Mm -hmm. know, but there, it is nice to have moments too, uh, where we're, we're looking at what, what we can change. And, uh, but even within our, our church year, you know, with the seasons of Advent and Lent, these kind of preparatory seasons, you know, bring to mind in our own life too, like what, what maybe needs to be different or where, like you said, where's sort of my life kind of heading and, Mm -hmm. and where do I need to readjust or reprioritize or things like that. Um, you know, and so, you know, there's nothing, you know, for me on, on New Year's day that I try to like hit hard as a, as a resolution that's, you know, uh, outside of that. When I was, um, I mostly do exercises in my home, but when I was my first assignment in Finley, I went to this gym, um, and, uh, you know, right after, of course, New Year's, like it was a, oh. a lot fuller and I'm like, what are these people doing in my gym? Yeah. You know, but I just had to bide my time a couple of weeks and then I kind of went back to normal and I didn't have to wait for machines anymore and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, you know, which, you know, there's something sad about that, yeah. <laughs> I guess, but, uh, yeah. And you know, you know what the best part about New Year's New Year's Day is with, with all with all the people at the gyms. Mm-mm. There is no line at McDonald's at all. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you could just I I always try to go to McDonald's on New Year's Day. Well, there you go. Because everybody's right. If they're like, I mean, every, every, they're everyone's sworn it off that day. Right. And they're so. like no more fast food, and I'm like perfect. Just what I need. <laughs> you can go through twice. Yeah. So yeah, McDonald's for lunch and Arby's for dinner. Oh baby. Oh. I actually did that a couple of weeks ago. It was terrible. Except <laughs> I had I had roast beef for Sorry lunch. Sorry for bringing it up. No, it's a, no, it, it, well, no. Good thing I didn't br- actually bring it up. It was um, <laughs> it, I had roast beef at Arby's for lunch, and then I had uh, a, a spicy um, chicken deluxe mm-hmm. sandwich from McDonald's for dinner. And I huh. thought it was gonna be like medium spice, and I took like the first bite, and I like, huh. I, it was it was hot. Whoa. But the, they had this sauce on there. It was like they got it out of a volcano or uh-huh. something. It was crazy. Oh, so like way way different than like the Wendy's spicy chicken. Oh no, Wendy's spicy chicken I think is is far better. But well, actually, I don't. The chicken I had at McDonald's was very good. It's just the the sauce was hot, but it wasn't like the breading. Like the Wendy's is a dry rub, mm, but the mm-hmm. McDonald's one had like this Nashville hot sauce oh, yeah, on yeah. that was like the Nashville covered with like it, sriracha and yeah. I mean, it was like every spicy you. thing ever. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I usually have a pretty okay tolerance, but I was like crying and then, yeah. you know, I accidentally like wiped my eyes uh-huh. after I like had my hand with the sandwich. And oh, then that's, yeah. 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 It was fun. I tried a uh, spicy thing at Arby's once, you know, and I kind of thought, what's well, fast food? It's not really going to be that spicy. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was intense. Yeah. I actually so. tried their Wagyu Steakhouse burger a couple of months ago because there was like a big craze around oh, that. Oh, yeah. How was it? It was mid. 
Mm. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, good I w- I, that's, that's sort of what I expect. I, was, I guess I was hoping it for more to be like you know, like Big Mac esque, like really you know, high quality. Because mm. I'm a big fan of the Big Mac, mm. but it just didn't. I'm sorry, it just didn't live up. Yeah, no and Arby, I mean, they had, they do such a good job with like the Reuben. Oh, and the curly fries. Yeah, and the and the gyro. Oh. I get a big craving for the Arby's gyro sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, especially when they're like a like the, the two for seven. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I can. I can gorge myself on that once in a while. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, I'm glad we had a fast food talk. I'm sure we'll That's both right. be going on, it was beautiful. on New Year's Day. Yep. That's right. <laughs> hey, Father, fancy seeing you here. Oh, That's hey, right. Yeah. That's right. All right. It's so, going to be like our new tradition. Yeah. Tradition like any other. I'll That's right. Pick you up at noon and we'll just mm-hmm. go around all We'll the, just go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like a little progressive dinner at all the... Yeah. <laughs> just go to everyone and get like okay i'll get a hamburger from that's here, right curly fries from here a shake from here that's right and then yeah more mm-hmm. stuff it's gonna be great yeah yeah and then we yeah have to just pass out then probably right so yeah and fun stuff and hopefully by your your valentine's day physical then it'll have all worked its way out oh yeah they'll be like your cholesterol is that's very right. high sir what have you been doing well you see you know, new year's yeah. you know <laughs> me but, and my priest friend went to all the fast right. food restaurants yeah Anyways, all right, epic. we're having too much fun here, Father. We're having yeah, too much fun. We got to we got to get serious and get into the scripture. I know. So, um, so this is our um, our our gospel for this year's uh, feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph is from Luke chapter two, verses twenty-two to forty. So, really, kind of continuing what we've been um, been encountering in our gospels from. Um, Christmas, you know, and then um, on our uh, bonus podcast on Christmas Day, you know, a little bit uh, more of Luke chapter 2, you know, with uh, the shepherds coming to the manger and all that. And then, um, so this is um, right after that, uh, Luke 2, verse 22 to 40. This is actually the presentation of the Lord in the temple, um, which would have been uh, 40 days after his birth. Mm Mm-hmm. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, You may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel. And to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There is also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, the tribe of Asher. 
She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. There's a lot there. There really is. There's a lot there. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. So one thing that, um, maybe another little liturgical fact, I think we talked um, a week ago or so about... um, Evening prayer in the church that yep. always has that candle of Mary, the Magnificat, mm-hmm. and my soul mm-hmm. proclaims the greatness of the Lord. So at night prayer, every night, um, we pray this uh, little prayer of Simeon. You know, now, Master, let your servant go in peace. That's yeah. uh, what we pray every night You know, before we go to bed, this little six-line uh, prayer of his, um, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Wow, there's just uh, there's so much here to talk about. So interesting presentation of the Lord. It's actually February 2nd, so again, 40 days mm-hmm. after Nativity. So if you really wanted to like super push the Christmas season, uh, you actually got till February 2nd. Wow. You know, the 40 days. So, you know, if you're one of those people that still has your tree up in like late January, oh, yeah. you don't have to claim laziness or whatever. You can, or just the fact that you like it, you can be like, hey, it's, it's before February 2nd, you know? So uh, that's like, even though we're an ordinary time by then, that's like the super duper ultra official and yeah. <laughs> of uh, of the Lord's nativity is those um, is those I'll tell, forty days. I'll tell one one point five that. We'll see if yeah, can there you go. It. Get the uh, right. Get the Christmas songs cranked back up. <laughs> February. So um, you know they start super early. They should be able to yeah, you know, keep it going. Agreed. Keep it going a little bit. Yeah, that uh, that prayer of Simeon. That's really really powerful. I mean, and you think about the words that he said about. Jesus. Now, at this point, they probably knew that, you know, okay, this is, you know, this is different here. But still, um, to, to just, again, to, to think about what they were thinking when he was making all these remarks and these claims and statements yeah. about Jesus and how great he was. And yeah. he knew it, right? Yeah. He, he was like, this is, this guy is the one. Can you imagine that so you had? First of all, I love how how many times the Holy Spirit's mentioned in this little pa- in this in this little yeah. section. But like, so he was promised he wouldn't see death until he saw like the Christ, the Messiah, mm-hmm. and so then so then saw him, right, and baby Jesus. So also like, this is the end of his life, right? Like if like. Now we we don't we don't know how much longer after this he you know, he was alive doesn't say, right. but you know if he was you know the one thing he was he was sort of waiting for and yes. was and was promised was to see the Christ you know, and then he held him in his arms, and said now Master you know you can let me go in peace like that's that's super intense, yeah you know like his like it's all been fulfilled and God and God's promise to him was fulfilled right you know which is important to. To remember too, you know, we have this this God of uh, uh, promises, mm-hmm. um, you know, and further further down in his um, in his conversation with the Holy Family, um, you know, when he said to to Mary, "You yourself a sword will pierce," you know, we think of the seven sorrows of Mary. You know, she would you know experience Jesus's passion, you know, those years later, you know, and that he kind of prophet he prophesied that 
um, yeah, it's just uh, there's just there's just a lot here. Even with his presentation uh, at the beginning, you know that um, they had to sort of offer him to the Lord, you know, with the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. What is what poor people would have offered? You know, right. they couldn't have afforded you know to have a whole mm-hmm. ram sacrificed or whatever. Um, and so that just shows their you know their poverty, as we always talk about Jesus being born into poverty. Um, I mean, since they're offering their son to the Lord, but then like buying him back, so to speak. Yeah. You know, with that, with that offering of the, of the two, you know, pigeons, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of wild to think about as well. Cause obviously, um, they weren't going to leave him there and they yeah. every boy that was born, they couldn't just leave him in the temple. Like, Oh, here you God, he's yours. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> so they sort of bought him back to take care of him, but knowing that he belonged ultimately to God, mm-hmm. you know, which you know, it's good to think about too, even in our own like baptism, sure. that that we belong to the Lord. And as we're celebrating the Holy Family, and kind of running out of time to get into that too much, yeah. that um, yeah, that um, that we all belong, you know, to the Lord, and that yeah. you know, He gives us the gift of a family, like He gave His own Son, uh, you know, the gift of a human family. Right. Uh, but in the end, we all belong to the to the Lord. Yeah. And I would argue that we all belong to the holy family. Yeah. Because we are really all holy family. Yeah. Well, and we're, of course, you know, through our adoption, um, through our baptism as, as sons and daughters of God, that we are, in a sense, um, brothers and sisters of Christ and part of his family. We call Mary our own blessed mother. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we are brought into this, uh, into the holy family, yeah. um, which is great that, you know, we distance ourselves from that too much, but that yeah. they're given to us, you know, for us and for us to connect with and know that, you know, we are a part of this holy family of God. Right. And that we are right. We're called to live in that kingdom with them forever as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is... we, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's so great. Um, Absolutely. Why don't we just uh, conclude with a little prayer? It sounds great. Uh, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Mighty God, um, as we think about holy families, maybe the first thing that comes to mind is that um, maybe our family isn't the holiness holiest. And so, um, God, we just offer that uh, to you, knowing that, um, you know, as we're listening to even like a podcast from a church and maybe even like on our way to mass or whatever it might be that your grace applies and um, we'll just continue to to build each of us up individually and all of us as a family with all of its ups and downs. Um, We know too that um, there can be strife and separation in families and God, I just I just pray for your your healing and renewing power uh, to come upon uh, families that are experiencing division and need of reconciliation. Uh, you who can do all things, um, who can melt mountains, um, just uh, just ask that you just bring um, divided families back together, and, and especially as we offer up this prayer on the feast of the Holy Family, and um, just keep all of us united in your care knowing we are a part of this great family of yours and that um, you supply uh, what we need and you do lead us to um, to share in your eternal glory. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. 
Stay in us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, Father, thank you so thank much. You. As always, another great episode. Thank you. Merry Christmas, uh, everyone, as we continue our season. And uh, we will see you soon. And God bless you.